once known intimately. California's silver mistress greeted him with a lush, sensuous embrace. She was a late riser who generally left at noon, returning in the evening like a slow-crashing wave rolling relentlessly towards the port. Her touch was cool, and it settled around his bones. He had missed her caress. Turning his nose to the mist, he breathed her in, flipped up his collar, and waded into his old hunting ground. The crowds flowed towards a clock tower to the north. Contrary to their rushing strides, he moved at a leisurely pace, circling a family of Italian immigrants. The infant bawled, the children squealed, and the parents looked lost and mystified all at once. He tipped his hat to the woman and silently wished the family good luck. Dreams only carried one so far in this city. Riot had been abroad three years, and in his absence, an ornate building had replaced the old wooden gateway to San Francisco's ferry terminals. Its tower, still caged in scaffolding, rose over the bristling bay of masts. Thunder rolled from its base where four tracks converged at the foot of market. Travelers poured on and off cable cars. Bells, horns, shouts, and a tumult of rattling hacks mingled with the earth-shaking noise. He stopped beside a lamppost and leaned casually on his silver-knobbed stick, watching travelers argue over hacks and pile into cable cars, eager to escape the chaos. Everyone had somewhere to be, except Riot. He was in no particular hurry to finish his journey. Home beckoned, but not with hope or promise. However, the fates conspired, hurling a perceptive hackman in front of the well-dressed gentleman. A cabriolet rolled to a stop in front of Riot. The nag that looked more donkey than horse nipped at his pinstriped trousers, and the driver, who resembled his horse, bared his remaining teeth. Well, if it isn't the detective who shanghaied himself, the hackman crowed around the stem of his pipe. Finally found your way back to port, A.J. Hey, Only to fall into the hands of the very crimper who sent me far from shore. The hackman, in cap and peacoat, was certainly dressed like a seaman. If only I were so smart. Well, don't stand there. Climb in before I'm hijacked. Riot eyed the deranged old man, whose bushy white beard resembled that of a crazed Saint Nick. He ran a hand over his trimmed beard, as if mere proximity to the wild mass would taint his own. How is it, Tim, that I'm gone for three years, yet within an hour of returning, you find me? Call it a knack. Might say a specialty. More like a greased palm at the custom station. Riot handed his gladstone up, tucked his stick under his arm, and settled on the seat next to Tim. Taking up hack driving on your spare time? That's right, Tim snorted, urging the horse forward. The cab lurched, bumping over the uneven street. I retired from crimping after throwing you to the dogs. Ready to get back in the investigating business, then? I'm retired, Tim. You're too young to retire. Hardly, Riot drawled. 
Didn't you notice the gray in my beard, or have your eyes failed in my absence? My one good eye is better than the two of yours. More reason to retire. Tim glanced to the side, appraising his passenger, who appeared as agile as the boy who had once tried to pick his pocket. You can't be a day over forty if you remember at all. Forty-three, or thereabouts, by my estimation. Never took you for a man who'd dig his grave early. I would sleep easier if it were only my own, Riot replied severely. God damn it, Tim swore, but whether it was directed at the hay wagon and cable car that were hogging the road, or to Riot, was not immediately apparent. With an expert hand, Tim maneuvered his cab around the lumbering wagon, dodged an oncoming motor car, and swerved in front of the cable car. A bicyclist turned...